Hey, what's up, you guys? Just stealing Shane Dawson's intro. Welcome back to Popular Apocrypha. <laughs> if it's your first time joining us, we are a comedic podcaster. We try to be. Um, and we take fictional characters and we rework them to make them better. Um, in previous episodes, we've made uh, Jiminy Cricket better or the Magic School Bus better. Those were recent episodes that we did. And uh, we gave them new characteristics. We take off the bits of character and context that we don't like and we uh, slap on things that we do like. Um, or at least are accepting of. Accepting. Accepting of. Um, <laughs> joining me, as always, is... Hello. That's Riley. It's, okay, it's moving me. on. <laughs> and this. So, for those of you... Do I also have to do the awkward pause? <laughs> Tyler just looked at me. I motioned you. I don't know if you had another intro planned for me. It just is. Just the indomitable Riley Fairgrieve. Indomitable. It's like abominable. Abominable is probably better. The abominable Riley Fairgrieve. Yeah. The bumble. The bumble. <laughs> the bumble. The bumble. The bumble Fairgrieve. Hi, my name's Nick. I'm also here too. Yeah. So is my dog. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Apparently, Cal is. is also out there. <laughs> what a jerk. I want to be in a podcast. Yeah. Bring yeah. one in. <laughs> um. So before we get into discussing today's character, which is Jar Jar Binks. Oh my god. Oh boy. It's it's gonna be a rocking. Something. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be something, that's for sure. Uh, I just thought we'd play a game, uh, not sponsored. Today we're just gonna play a. Uh, it's a card game, board game. I don't know what it's called. It technically is. I guess it's a card game. It's yeah. called the Five Second Rule. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and just play a few rounds of this just to get warmed up and ready to try to be funny. Cool. Not sponsored, so. but we're gonna have a good time anyway. Yeah. yeah. Fair. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay, really fair. What do I have to first? do? So you have to draw a card. Okay. It's going to say, name three, and then it's going to give you a dis- descriptor of some sort. Name three somethings. I don't know. Yeah. Go, go ahead and pull a card to give an example. Uh, name three colors your poop could be. Oh, boy. So, and you have five seconds. And then you have five seconds. I have a timer uh. that's going to sound like this. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> it's going to get old real fast. Yeah. And that's five seconds. <laughs> so, uh, I will be the timer. A ball got stuck if you did. Yeah, I, 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 I hear that. <laughs> Extra time, right? I hope that you can hear that. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. So, yeah. And uh-huh. if you if you draw a card that you either don't understand or would make this podcast overtly NSFW, <laughs> uh, you know what? You you decide. Yeah. Oh, we'll police yourselves. Figure we, it out. We will be doing <laughs> NSFW cards. Name. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, was here. I, I pulled the card and it was not going to be good for... SFW purposes. So why do we have to be safe? Sorry, <laughs> it's no fun. Um, name three places where people dance: at weddings, at parties, at strip clubs. I forgot to do the timer. Uh, <laughs> I said that I would do it, but that was. <laughs> I, think, I think you did it. That was <laughs> definitely within five seconds. Also, definitely. the strip clubs thing. Which side did you put it in on? Uh, I'm ready know, this time. Backside. I got it. We could just use the timer we have for the time. No, I want to. No. I, I want to use them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, foods and drinks that make your urine stink. Uh, asparagus. There we go. <laughs> oh. As as the timer runs out. And a quick aside as well, um, that when if it uh, if you don't get to all three things, it continues on to the next person. They get a chance to do it, and. Um, 
if I can find that card. I don't know where it went. It was... Uh, what was it again? Three things that make your urine smell. And they get a chance to answer it, but they can't use any of the things previously mentioned. Oh boy, good luck. So, <laughs> uh, so three, three things that make your urine smell. Uh, rhubarb... That's all I got. So, so far we have uh, we have literally two things. And Riley, your turn. Ready, set, go. Uh, coffee, alcohol, and <laughs> nobody can do it. I don't know. I have no idea if either of those are even true. I don't know if rhubarb is true either. I don't think it is. <laughs> the only one I know is asparagus. I meant to say beets. I don't know why. Oh, I said rhubarb. not the same. <laughs> They're very much not the same thing. All right, so now it's back to me. Yep. Uh, Vic, you got the... Yeah, I got her. Oh, I found that card. There it is. Oh. <laughs> Are you ready for <laughs> you me? You pulled one. <laughs> All right, name three places you'd like a hidden camera. Um, my front door, my back door, and upstairs. What's upstairs? You have an upstairs? I don't have an upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> also, Wait, my parents' a... house doesn't even have an upstairs, so it can't be that either. <laughs> and upstairs. <laughs> What's upstairs? No What's happening up there? You do have upstairs neighbors. I do. You want to spy on them? No, because mm. they have the loud... Never mind. Ooh. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> my turn. My turn. Post-podcast. Well, so it's, it's coming. You get... I mean, do, does that count? Do I yeah. get upstairs? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah, I mean, cool. it's technically a place. I, don't, I mean, I don't have an upstairs. There is an upstairs, but you I don't wouldn't actually want. You no. guys ready? Uh, okay, yeah. Um, so I lied. Oh. You ready? Sorry. I, you don't like that one? No, 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 I, I, have, I have the wrong side. Oh. Um, name three celebrity troublemakers. Shia LaBeouf, Lindsay Lohan, Donald Trump. Boom. LaBeouf. 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 I watched his video today. Uh, just do it. Oh. Um, but it was needed to get pumped up, warped in a really weird way. So I laughed really hard. I, was, I like okay. Rob Cantor's Shiloh. Um, Creeping in the shadows. <laughs> three. <laughs> uh, three things you can bet on: horse racing, dog racing, child fights. Child fights. You can bet on that. You shouldn't bet on that. I but you can. You can. Child fights. Yes. Well, like now I know when I eventually right. have children. Yeah. What you're training them up for? <laughs> no. If, they, if they're if I have two kids, yeah. and there's gonna my, my wife is gonna yeah. want to stop them and be like, no 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 no, no, no. I have bets going on this one. <laughs> <laughs> the bigger one's gonna win. Yeah. I bet with their granddad. <laughs> which which one wins? Oh boy. Name three times fast is better. Washing the car, washing the dishes, and washing uh, cleaning your bathroom. Mm. Yeah. In other words, chores. Yeah. It's oh, always yeah. done chores, chores yeah, yeah, yeah. quickly. All the chores get done. Yep. As long as they get done well. Um, One more round? Sounds like we're done? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Name three things you do in the car other than drive. Eat, sleep, pee myself. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Choice on the last one. See, this is really topical and because the... <laughs> you know how I mentioned that I stole Shane Dawson's video intro at the beginning? Yeah. Yes. So he has a pee bottle in his vehicle. So oh. there you go. That's <laughs> weird. Um, Seems I, I didn't want to know about Shane Dawson. Coincidentally, all of those things uh, happen at an accident. <laughs> While I'm eating, probably sleeping, and then I pee myself. Wow. Mm. For an accident. Interesting. Yep. Before ordering. Recent time? No. 
Never been I th- an See, I thought you were going to say all three of those things have happened this week. No. We're going to tangent to that story. <laughs> today. It's, it's all happened. Yeah, I'm yeah. Today. It was right uh, in front of uh, <laughs> I got to make it over here. I haven't oh, eaten man. yet. I'm really uh, tired. And, oh my gosh. I'm really scared to see these guys. Places, places you shouldn't drink. Uh, preschools, your in-laws, and church. Communion. Though. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm not drinking... When I think of drinking, communion is not a drink for shots. For shots. <laughs> like no I matter mean, so, what, hey, what you're doing, you want to get some Jesus blood. You want to get some Jesus blood. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, oh, wow. bro. I'm so saved, bro. <laughs> Jesus loves me so much, man. I just love you so much because Jesus loves me. So faded on the blood of Christ. Oh man. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, all of our Catholic listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, all of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Mario over here. So that was our game. Yahoo! We hope we hope we hope you enjoyed that game as much as we did. Yeah, I, I was really entertained I and myself. enjoyed that. <laughs> that was good. Mm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um. So today. Uh, before, again, before we talk about uh, our character, I just want to mention that this episode is once again sponsored by Audible. Um, with over 180,000 titles to choose from, you can listen to audiobooks um, on pretty much any device MP3 player, um, iPhone, Android, any of those things. Apple um, Watch? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't own an Apple Watch. I would bet you, I know. you could, though. Probably. Props. I mean, it connects to your phone, right? So, yep. Yes, you could. What about my printer? I mean, some probably. Some are probably that advanced. <laughs> I don't know. I need to go home. Anyway. <laughs> you are home. <laughs> Audible is Amazon's award-winning audiobook service, and uh, they want, as a listener of this podcast, to give you a free trial and free audiobook when you sign up for a, a, a free trial. Um, so if you go to Audible... Tri- audibletrial.com slash popapoc that's audibletrial.com slash p-o-p-a-p-o-c you can get your free audiobook with your free trial uh today um so i have been recently reading the book obsidio it's the third part in a series called the illumini files by uh, amy kaufman really good they're not written like a normal uh no not illuminati <laughs> not illuminati illumini for listeners at home I just, <laughs> me and nick held up triangles in front of our faces and looked at tyler <laughs> Um, they're not written like a normal novel. They're written as if they are a compilation of uh, compiled files. Um, uh, like the like, screw tape letters? Uh, more like uh, like legal documents Ooh. compiled of evidence of like audio logs and video logs, but that are then transcribed for huh. you to read as part of the book. Um, but in the Audible version, it's a, it, all of that is um, compiled and narrated by a full cast of voice actors to portray all the different characters. Because trust me, there's a lot of them, especially wow. by the third book. Um, but it's a really good story, really entertaining, and I would highly recommend it. Cool. I'm currently listening to The Last Wish, which is one of the Witcher, uh, hey. part, one of the Witcher series. Uh, it was recommended to me by a friend. I'm actually really digging it. Uh, I didn't know how much I would, but I'm liking it a lot. So yeah, we recommend Audible, and we recommend you go sign up for a free trial. And we just want to say thank you uh, for checking it out, and thanks for Audible for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Yeah. And with that said, yeah. let's jump into Jar Jar Binks. Let's um, not jump into him. I would, I'll jump all up in that. Nope. Never.
before we jump, before we jump in, uh, let me give a quick, uh, quick bio. Uh, so Jar Jar Binks, if you don't know, is a doofy, well-intending Gungan starring in the Star Wars universe. Uh, first appearing in the film The Phantom Menace, Jar Jar started out as the relatively unwanted companion of Jedi Master Qui-Gon Jinn and his apprentice Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, they petition Boss Nass and the leader of the Gungans to uh, travel with them as to let Jar Jar travel with them as their guide. Um, even going to uh, meet Anakin Skywalker on Tatooine. Later in the film, he actually serves the Gungan military forces as a general in their battle against the Trade Federation's droid army. In his minor role in the following film, Attack of the Clones, Jar Jar has been elected as a representative to the Galactic Senate and gives a rousing speech in favor of allowing Chancellor Palpatine access to vast emergency powers, which are later used to overthrow the Senate and amass the Sith Empire. Jar Jar's final film appearance is in the funeral procession of Padme Amidala in Revenge of the Sith, alongside, again, Boss Nass. Besides the films, Jar Jar holds a significant role as a character in the Star Wars television series The Clone Wars. Again, a Senate representative, Jar Jar sometimes accompanies the main characters of the series on their adventures. In one two-part episode, he and Jedi Master Mace Windu search for missing elders and rescue a queen who apparently was Jar Jar's past love interest. What? Yep. Uh, Jar Jar has been featured in Star Wars novels, Lego Star Wars video games, and in the video game Star Wars The Force Unleashed, Jar Jar is shown to have been frozen in carbonite by Darth Vader and kept in his lair. Um, while George Lucas intended for Jar Jar to function as comedic canon, relief in The Phantom Menace, uh, the, the public largely despised, rejected, and ridiculed him. Why? Uh, most people thought of Jar Jar as an unnecessary attempt to overly appeal to children was a main reason. Um, I really loved this quotation that was uh, that I found, which was Bruce Handy um, from Vanity Fair wrote that Jar Jar has come to symbolize what many fans see as the faults of the prequel trilogy: characters no one much cares about, a sense of humor geared towards the youngest conceivable audience members, mm. an over reliance on computer graphics, and storylines devoted to the kinds of convoluted political machina machinations which wouldn't have been out of place in adaptations of I, Claudius or The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich, but which fit less snugly in films with characters like Jar Jar Banks. Oh my goodness gracious. Man, so much, <laughs> yeah, so much anger in that. <laughs> <laughs> He's so mad. Um, Jar Jar has also been made fun of in episodes of South Park, The Fairly Odd Parents, mm -hmm. The Simpsons, mm -hmm. and Robot Chicken. Naturally. So, that's Jar Jar. Um, okay. I played the Force Unleashed games. I don't remember that at all i didn't play it's apparently like it's enough. it's not like part of the quest lines or anything it's Probably just, just like off to the side it's like yeah. a uh, oh like hey yeah he's like i miss my jar jar so jar <laughs> so his trophy wife <laughs> <laughs> so the gungans are um what like basically an amphibious race right yes they live on naboo naboo correct underwater in bubbles Yep. Essentially, like bubble cities underwater. So yep. they, they swim there. They get around via large fishy boat things, you yep. know. That's for what they're lack called. of a better term. No, that's totally what they're called. Look like, uh, look like stingrays, kind of, yeah. more or less. Anyway, uh, so they are a... It, like Jar Jar reminds me of if you smashed a toad and a giraffe together and then shrunk it down. Shrunk it down? Yeah, because giraffes are really tall. Plus twenty percent humanity. Okay. Fifteen yeah, percent. Yeah, fifteen probably. Yeah, they're probably closer. Fifteen, ten to fifteen percent. Humanity, humanity, like people juice. People. Mm. Nope. <laughs> Not the same. <laughs> I, I don't know about Jar Jar. I feel like Jar Jar. Uh, 
I don't like. I don't hate him as much as like I think other people hate him. I don't hate him either. But I don't like enjoy him as a character. Exactly. I think he's filler, you know. But at the same time, I do enjoy those uh, online conspiracy theories where he's actually the orchestrator of the whole like Sith takeover. Mm-hmm. Like he's mm-hmm. the Sith Lord or whatever. There, there was w- one theory was uh, submitted. I think it was. It might have been by a Reddit user. Shocking. Yeah. Um, that was about how they pointed pointing to a ton of different evidences throughout the films and different things about how Jar Jar is actually a fellow Sith-like compatriot, not apprentice, but like working with um, Chancellor Palpatine um, uh, to try and get the Empire underway. And that, that got international like news coverage that, that uh, when the, I think it was Revenge of the Sith came out and that theory came out um, around the same time, I think. So yeah, well yeah. he he works he works basically hand in hand with Palpatine to Give gain him. more control over the Senate, right? Yeah. Um, and the, the a lot of the arguments around the fact that he's a Jedi uh, stem from his idiotic movements in the first movie. Um, right. They they claim that it draws from uh, drunken the fist drunken stuff. fist. Yeah. They've actually, but they they when they did that they lined up his fight scenes mm-hmm. with like. Shaolin masters of drunken fist style, mm-hmm. and the movements are the same. They're very like, similar. Ooh, yeah. that's weird. And then also, there's one scene they pulled out where I think he falls off a bridge mm-hmm. or whatever, and how like in the first shot, uh, he's like falling headfirst off this bridge, and then the next shot, he lands after the Jedi that left after him, like that jumped off the bridge after him, and right side up with no. So they're like, he did a force maneuver midair. Like, they're taking edit cuts that were just yeah, terrible. Right. And like saying, <laughs> just bad editing. <laughs> like, this is intentional. They yeah, really right. want Star Wars to make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his movements that look like they're mistakes and just him flailing around right. are truly him fighting the enemy with this long-lost fighting style. Right? Right. And I mean, they also, they also, somebody explains like, oh, he can jump super high and he can do this and this and that, which are pretty common for most Gungans, right. but. Also how he never gets hit by blaster fire. Ever. Yeah, right. Ever. He's yeah. dodges around the jets perfectly. Right. Yeah. However, um, how many Jedi do we see that do get hit by blaster fire? Well. That's the point. Of, they have good force. job, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Even in Revenge of the Sith, they don't really show the Order uh, uh, 66. For most of it. Execute order. I'm correct. Yeah, they, they, we, we see a lot of Jedi running and yeah. clones taking shots, but we don't yeah, see anybody. we don't see them actually. Oh, yeah. no, the no, 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 we do. Who? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. I can't I know. I don't remember their names, but the guy with the mask on his face that has the fangs hanging off. Oh, that's... um. Yeah, but oh. his his ship gets shot down and exploded. Oh, that's true. Right, so we have a girl... I don't remember her name, but she's a Twi'lek. Yes. Um, she's going on a, a speeder in the forest, and then the troops oh, fall back, too, shoot yeah. the speeder, and she explodes. Like, there's a lot of... You're like, right. I, I suppose they do take down Kayad Moody as well. Yeah. He's the Kayad one with the, yeah. 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 The, one with the, the big head. Yeah. Oh, the he's so cool. Carrot. Yeah. Carrot top. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, See, my favorite Jedi that, that they don't touch on is uh, Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto's he's, pretty sweet. He's definitely my favorite yeah. oh, by yeah. far. Has no lines. <laughs> Another theory that people have joked question mark mm-hmm. about was that uh, in the newest films, Snoke was actually Jar Jar. Jar yeah, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> which <laughs> I can't do it. Which is not true. No. But yeah. Well, I, I mean, look at his freaking face. He looks like a human man. Kind yeah. of. 
Snoke, he looks like he took a, a blaster to the face. Other than that, Jar Jar again. Don't looks drugs. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jar Jar again looks like a giraffe and a frog had a, had a child and then put a little human in it. And that's not what a blaster to the face looks yeah, like. Yeah, nah, I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not one to weigh injuries. <laughs> So I do, I, I have some questions, but mm-hmm. I just want to get your guys' preliminary thoughts on, first of all, do you see a any like major standout issues that come to your mind about Jar Jar, first and foremost, like you have one thing that you really think needs changed, or one thing that you think should be, uh, be added on to um, that would just really benefit? Um, I don't like the fact... I would like to change the fact that he's a bumbling idiot. However, I kind of want to stay away from the idea that he's a Sith Lord. Okay. Like, maybe he is uh, a little more competent than we think he is. I mean, he manages to make his way onto the council, right? Mm-hmm. And so he... Senate. Yeah, yeah. So he works He works in the Senate. No no bumbling idiot will end up working in the Senate. However, I mean, you could argue that Palpatine's using his, his I mean, twisty little fingers. Did you just say that no bumbling idiot would ever be in the Senate? Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. Yeah, stay away from the political side of things right now. Um, Jokes. But, I mean, yeah, you could say that that's probably getting his fingers all up in there. Um, but I would, I think I would prefer to kind of tweak the route of maybe he's not as much of an idiot as we think he is. Okay. Maybe he, there's something a little bit more going on here. I, but I don't, I don't know if I want to be like the whole, oh, he's a Sith Lord. No. I think I don't like the fact that he is equal parts fluff and pivotal to the story. Yeah. Right? Like, he does things that shape the rest of the entire like Star Wars story. He he makes the speech that rallies the Senate around Chancellor Palpatine, and that, like, that's, that's when it flips. Right. That's when the Senate flips, and that's the end of the Galactic Republic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's a huge like, deal. He does pivotal things... But until he reaches that point in the story is then, like, I was here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, the television series does give a little bit because he shows up on some adventures and stuff, right. but they're not that substantive no, for yeah. him. Like, he's present, um, but not a constant force, I guess. Well, I mean, if, if we look at how he first was introduced, right? He's this bumbling idiot that bumps into the Jedi. Literally. Who then takes them to the Gungans. Yep. starting the first contact between the Gungans and the Senate in, in whoever knows how long, maybe ever, um, and allowing that connection to happen, right? I don't think that was just... <laughs> I don't think we could just play that off as like, oh, you just kind of... Just, shit just kind of happened. Pardon my French. Um, I think it was more like this... All right, so this is, this is a key role. This is something major that happened that literally changed the rest of the story. What if Jar Jar without fully realizing it, like, acted in ways that were some, like, directed or intentional toward getting to the point of, like, uh, the like the prophecy of balancing the Force with Luke and, and Darth Vader and all of that that we see in Return of the Jedi. What if he or is being, like, the Force is directing him to act mm. in ways that bring that about yeah, long right. term? Interesting. Like, you're almost kind of going the route that the Force has chosen to manifest itself 
in Jar Jar Binks. Uh, no, I mean more like more like Jar Jar's the chosen one who's supposed to bring balance to the force, oh, not Anakin. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Jar Jar's the one that's supposed to bring the balancer forward. He's, he's like, like he's like John the Baptist for Jesus. Prepare you the way for Anakin Skywalker. Unfortunately, yes. Was, I don't know if I like that parallel. This guy's similar, you know, John the Baptist out there being called crazy, yeah. dressing in camel hair, eating locusts. Yeah. Jar Jar's annoying. But He's now, out there. Eating locusts. Yes, but now Anakin so is happy Jesus. To welcome Annie. I don't, I don't like the whole Anakin is Jesus thing. <laughs> they were to find parallels for everybody else. Yeah. And it's just not, it's not, <laughs> not good. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but I, I do like that idea that, that Jar Jar is maybe a harbinger. Like somebody right, to, exactly. to bring Annie forward. And uh, maybe a question should be, how aware of that is he? Maybe he is fully aware of that, but also knows that he needs to be discreet about his knowledge of future events. Or, or maybe he doesn't really know what's I have this on. weird, like, just image pop into my head just now of like... Because Yoda's always seen as like, the, the wise, yeah. sage, whatever, right? Yeah. Like, that. Um, but there's even times throughout the series where arguably Yoda messes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, where yeah. he does something sure. that he thought was the right thing and then and messes up, yep. right? Which I like, by the way. Right, that he's human, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah. Or, like, human yeah. in the sense that right. he's not... He's mortal. He isn't the force. Yeah, he's not all-powerful. No. Um, but I had this weird image in my head of, like, Jar Jar... Still partially being Jar Jar, but then there are these weird moments where, like, I don't know why my brain went to this image, but where his eyes do the weird, like, snowy thing, like the fuzz <laughs> over, and then there's just, like, these three voices talking at the same time from him, and it's the Force speaking. <laughs> becomes... And then he, like, flips back, he's just like, What happened? Yeah, like, that? that was so stupid. And then Yoda's just, like, jaw drops. Like, <laughs> he becomes yeah. the Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I think that'd be, that'd be Avatar for the will of the Force. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, the Force just speaks through him, and Yoda's jaw just drops. It's, like, which it's his Avatar state. <laughs> Jar Jar Avatar state. Which is neat, which, which would also explain his ability to pull off these crazy stunts. He's an airbender. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar, the first airbender. Probably be a waterbender, but it's okay. Well, I, like, oh. and it... It kind of goes through this whole... Um, if he's the Avatar, he'd be... He'd be whatever he wants to be. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it goes along the routes of how I think the recent movies have been moving in the direction that the Force is neither good or bad. It's yeah. it's balance. Yeah. Right? It's a neutral... Right, it's balance. Emotions are fine. You yeah. can yeah. have emotions. Yeah. 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 Oh, thinking and logic, that's fine too. Yeah. You can have that. Well, and like... And almost to another degree, like... Yeah. Anger and brutality is just needs to be balanced out which is right. a weird thought like it's very zen right yeah. like yin and yang and so then it would be interesting to have the 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 chosen uh the like in like yeah the avatar of the force be someone that enacts like overthrow chaos but then also brings about a series of events to bring it back together I don't know. And I think it would make him more interesting in that he is a bumbling idiot, but what manifests itself in him is not. Right. And then it would be cool to have him speak in three voices, where one of the voices is Jar Jar, the other voice is darkness and chaos, and one mm. voice is like 
this really light-sided, like... So Jar Jar's voice brings balance to the Force? Is that what <laughs> oh, no. you're saying? No. no. Rather, the dark side and the light side are present in Jar Jar's normal voice when he's speaking in his avatar state. It would explain a lot of some relatively unanswered questions. For example, why does Qui-Gon Jinn actually kind of, kind of like Jar Jar? Like... He views him as worthy of respect and, and dignity, and whereas Obi-Wan's a little bit more like, this guy's kind of a dummy. Um, and, I mean, and Yoda respects Qui-Gon quite a bit, we know that, and that would explain why Yoda trusts Jar Jar in the Jedi Temple and everything, and it would also explain why Jar Jar befriends Anakin more easily because of Anakin's connection to the Force. All of that would, would make a little bit more sense. Yeah, I think we also need to keep in, in, in mind, though, that Qui-Gon wasn't the most liked Jedi of all time. That's true. Yeah. Like, he was he was pretty kind of fringe as far as a lot of the council was yeah. was concerned. They didn't yeah. like him as much. And so his I think his, his connection with Jar Jar wouldn't necessarily be the best thing for Jar Jar. I mean, know? everything that I've read, though, and again, I'm not super into the Expanded Universe yeah, no, or any of that stuff. Like, if you want to talk uh, Knights of the Old Republic, that I can talk about that right. all day. Yeah, right. But any like action, the books or yeah, any, like no, the, none, none of that. The formally canceled out um, canon, the true yeah. canon. Yeah, um, I everything I've heard is that the council is is uber light side. Yeah, like right? crazy, like super crazy light side. Yeah, and so I arguably, if Qui Gon liked the true like embodiment of the force through um jar jar mm-hmm. the council wouldn't be in favor of that yeah well it, there there are two jedi that are are known to be super neutral and that's um qui-gon and um windu mm-hmm. both of them are known to be incredibly neutral uh windu is actually known to push a little more dark mm-hmm. than a lot of people a lot of his styles are yeah there's actually are, quite a bit of stuff out yeah. there about mace windu and his less traditional yeah. council approaches to mm. things. Also, real quick, saw this thing on Reddit, again, shocking, um, that was a theory that said in Revenge of the Sith, um, when Mace Windu's going Mace Windu's gonna go confront Chancellor Palpatine, right? He tells Anakin to wait in the main chamber there. I saw this one. And um, this this poster, I don't remember what, but he theorized with some evidence, a little bit of evidence that said Realistically, of as far as everything else goes, all else being equal, um, that pr- that probably means that Mace Windu was going to come back and give Anakin the rank of Master, going into the Clone, like going further into the Clone Wars against the Trade Federation, because that was still going on at the time. Mm-hmm. So they would need another Master for the troops, for the clone troops, and that's why he was probably that's part of the reason that he was probably going to be given the rank of Master yeah. that he'd wanted and felt like he deserved for so long. But then that didn't happen. Yeah. So, huh. which is cool. Side note. Um, sorry. Yeah. How, how? Like so. Going going back to it, the fact that, like, yeah, that might explain a little bit why Qui Gon, right, gets to know Jar Jar better because Jar Jar is this conduit for both sides, right? He's this balancing conduit, not to the extent that Anakin will be later, um, but like this, this balancing conduit. And since Qui Gon's more of a neutral party and uh, a neutral force user. Uh, they would click pretty easy. Well, right. supposedly. It would it would explain that, at least. I kind of even want to um, change 
who like what Jar Jar is. Okay. I think part of his annoyingness comes from what he is. Being a Gungan? Yeah. Racist. No. Hmm? Not really. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. Okay, so what do you explain? Have more. you looked at salamanders and just thought, well, that's kind of annoying? No, no. I to... <laughs> I've never looked at a salamander and thought, ah, how annoying, my day is ruined You've never now. had them like, look up at you and just kind of lick their eyeball? I think it's, that's I wish weird. I could lick my eyeball. No, dude. you don't. Yes, no. I do. You know how cool that would be? Your mouth is disgusting. Yeah, but you know how cool it would be, though? No. It would be so cool. I used to own a salamander, and I'm offended. Well, I'm sorry. You better be. <laughs> His name was Joe Bob, and he was amazing. As soon as I can lick my eyeballs. He dried up into a husk. <laughs> oh, no. I will I will have ascended, okay? You can lick your eyeballs. If I can lick my eyeballs. With how short my tongue is now, I will Do you have, have a short tongue? Oh, super short. Can I see? Oh, wow. That's literally all of it. Mine's even a little bit longer than yours. Um, my wife makes fun of me for my tongue. For those of you at home that can't see what Nick is doing... His tongue just looks like another lip. That's about as far as it comes. No, that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the extent of my tongue. Third lip, Nick. Hits the edge of my lips. I feel like if I really want to get something on my chin, I have to get a napkin. A napkin. A napkin. <laughs> um, no, I like, I, I don't know. I kind of, I want him to be, like, I started out kind of wanting him to be, um, to have a certain sense of um, value in what he contributes to the series consistently like not just oh this happened because this one guy who's not really important until this one pivotal moment in history right like i think i kind of want him to almost have a little bit more presence okay like maybe almost be uh this mysterious like sure he's a gungan like he belongs to the gungans and that part of the story remains the same in that when he bumps into Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, like, that's how they get introduced to the Gungans, right? But even among the Gungans, he's considered an outsider, not because he, like, I, I get the feeling in the movie, he's even annoying for Gungans. Yeah, no, it's more than just implicit. Right. Like, they right. don't they like him. <laughs> yeah, so it's, he's an outsider to the Gungans, not because he's annoying, but rather he's kind of weird and scary. Like, this dude that kind of goes into these dissociative fits where he's saying stuff that no one knows what he's saying because the force is talking through him right and then he kind of takes on that embodiment of i'm an outsider no one likes me i mean what if they just consider that annoying and they still think of him as just annoying yeah but then when we see him he's not annoying and we get that he's annoying right right he's annoying because he's not a contributing member to the gungans right but to us it's like what what what's going on here yeah Right, like, and even toning his voice down a little bit. He's not up here all the time. Like, he's a little bit more gruff and grizzly. Like, I don't know. I want him to be cooler. I want him to be like weirdly cool. Appearance-wise, do you think that that's an important thing to change for that as well? Like, should he be? He's really like lanky, right? So should he be uh, not boss nass, but like, should he be a little bit bigger, more filled out? Would that help in him being taken more seriously? Well, or I don't know. If you look at some of the warriors that come from the Gungan side, they all look a lot like Jar Jar. Yeah, yeah. they do. Right? Like, the guys that that end up <clears throat> in battle with him and, like, taking on tanks and stuff, they're a lot skinnier. They're a lot taller. Right. I almost kind of want him to be... I know that... I almost kind of want to be a little bit thinner. Really? Thinner. Because like, he's, he's not really... 
Wait, he's being kept alive. Are you fat shaming Charger right now? No, no, no. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying he's he's not a soldier. Right. I mean, he becomes a general. He becomes a general, but when he's in the Gungans, right, he's an outsider that they don't want to shun because he's part of their family, right? Like, oh, don't like, don't let him die, but don't give him the priority amount of food. Well, I think they were going to exile him, weren't they? I think they wasn't, kind of basically wasn't he had kind of, kind of on trial? mostly exile. Yeah, yeah, because he was mostly on trial when. Yeah, when uh, yeah, Qui Gon and Obi Wan. happy with him. Yeah. Well, they they weren't supposed to bring people in. That's true. And that's that, was a, that was a big one. That was a big. And he was yeah. They were mad at him for for yeah. bringing people around. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the idea the that Gungans were racist. That Jar Jar has spent time off of Naboo. How? Uh, I don't know how. He teleports. I, I don't know if he teleports, <laughs> but I think I think Jar Jar's traveling. Right. Jar Jar's getting around, and he's and he's like he's out. Getting some experience in the world, okay. or not ne- not necessarily in the world, but in the in the areas outside. He's hitting he's, spaceports. He's getting some information. He's he's learning the drunken fist, right? To that point, what if the Gungans to get rid of him are like, "You're gonna go sell our merch," and they send him out to not just Naboo but elsewhere to represent them subtly yeah. and sell their stuff. And then export. I, I think he's he's on his way home, right? And bumps into the Jedi. Right. So yeah, make him more sense. of like a... Like a uh, Traveling salesman. Yeah. Well, like a... <laughs> what's the word? Um, arms dealer. No. What? <laughs> Although arms dealer would be cool. Yeah. It actually <laughs> would be really cool. Smuggler. What if he doesn't yeah. know that that's what he's selling now? <laughs> so he's selling arms. He doesn't know that he's selling selling these blue balls that would explode. Yeah. <laughs> making him kind of a cool smuggler type would be interesting. Got any grapes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think I think the cool smuggler would, would be neat um, because that would give him that, that opportunity to learn some of these combat moves that we we're seeing right whether they're like because we're, we're assuming that he's a little more competent than than not so he's got some of these combat moves he's learning them out and about um he's learning some some aerial maneuvers and he's learning how to be diplomatic right right which so, is the most important thing right because you don't you don't just pop into the senate and unless the force is speaking through you yes well unless, but, i doubt that that would happen during the senate though I don't think that that would be a thing during Senate session. That because that would that would have that would have upset literally everything, yeah. I think, everything ever. I think I think I think it might have played a role in his major speech, um, help helping helping with that balance. Him. Yes, but arguably, I if you're speaking into a microphone, it's hard to pick up different. Yeah. <laughs> I can't argue with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I, I with the glowing it, eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not glowing, just fuzzed over. Yeah, just a little, just a little it, fuzzy. It's, I mean, if we can see it in the the film, then they'd be able to see something no. was up. You see how far away those Senate pods Some are sitting them, away. Not all of them. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think that that's what helps him get into the Senate and take those right, steps forward. Exactly. I mean, yeah, um, Padme and um, the princess. Amidala? Yep, that one. Okay. Um, like help him get onto the, get onto the Senate, um, but um, I think that there has to be a little something with that. Like he's got to have shown some diplomatic something right. here, right? which would the the backstory of traveling around and learning how to in, engage with different cultures and different societies yeah. would be invaluable. Yeah, maybe in maybe he's a smuggler. Sit some of the spaceports. Mm-hmm. Knows what these guys are looking for. Knows what what they've been been working with. He's oh, ca- so the catching. Senate gig also helps him sell more weapons. 
Is yeah, that, what you're that, that could be something too. I mean, I meant like just for his background, how he can get in with the Senate and get on people's good okay. sides. It's because he knows he knows the background. He catches the details of the little wars and the little problems right. going on on each planet. Yeah. He's at these spaceports. People talk. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of how he starts to get his, his foot in the door with that diplomacy and with that idea of what's going on in the universe. Galaxy. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super on board with that. I think, I think I kind of want him to to put his ears up in a cloth head wrap. In a man bun? Oh. No. Like, he has a head wrap that hides his ears. Like a turban? No. I mean, it can be. I don't know what they would call it in intergalactic space. You don't want him just pulled back in, like, a ponytail? I don't want I don't want to see his ears. I I want him to kind of look a little bit more like, like from a distance you wouldn't be able to tell exactly what species he was. Maybe where's the helmet? Mm, I have this like image of in my brain of like these ragged cloth, like he's kind of got Jedi robes but more ragged, more oh, dusty, so more dirty. He's he's from Assassin's Creed then. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. But so, as, like... again, with the backstory that you were just talking about of him traveling, that mm-hmm. would also explain in, again, the Clone Wars television series, um, his former love interest is like this queen. Like, yeah. how did that happen? Right. Well, because he's traveling around. He's, he's this, I'm this bad boy yeah, gun smuggler. smuggler. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think you're thinking kind of like what we see Rey in, in um, The Force Awakens, right? But, because she's she's covered, she's she's fully wrapped in everything, right? And maybe we just give him more of a cloaky look too, so I like hanging down a little bit more. Yeah, I like I like the cloaky look, but even less form fitting than Ray's is. Okay, so like, more baggy, like almost like you know, like those things where your sleeves, like if you were to hold out your arms, mm-hmm. like how your sleeves almost hit the bottom of your like cloak. Oh, like super like super baggy, super baggy, like. They don't want it, he doesn't want him to see all the guns he's got on his belt. Yeah. Right? Like at any given time. I'm talking like gently in Forbidden Kingdom here. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he's like so it's almost kind of still this more Forbidden um, Kingdom's a good pull on that one, by the way. Cuz uh Jackie Chan uses the drunken fist and Jet Li's got the right clothes. It's like the perfect I'm, mix. I'm up. proud of you. Thanks. Seth. <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie too. Good work, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> if you like well in in you know, it almost kind of fits this um, uh, prophet image. Oh, okay. Right? Like, like he intends it to be, it's functional. Right. Because people can't exactly tell what race I am or species. Like, don't, how many weapons I'm holding at any given time. Yeah. But... Because he's a gun smuggler. And Star Wars is all about smuggler. imagery. Right. Right? So much. So, the prophet image of, you know, the, the cloak and... Like, kind of run down and ragged, preparing the way for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Because mm-hmm. there's so much foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. The whole series is a big foreshadow. Yeah. One big foreshadow. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I want aftershadow. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I don't want foreshadow. Let me see what happens in later. Yeah. Um, so, another uh, random note um, that I just remembered while researching uh, Jar Jar was that Jar Jar was almost voiced by Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah. So a question that I have, and maybe we want to get to this more toward the end, mm. it's up to us, whatever, um, is who should voice Jar Jar is uh, our, our new Jar Jar. New Jar Jar? Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. I mean, that would be pretty great. <laughs> it Hold would on. make no sense. Wait. But... We want him a little deeper and gruffer. But not Darth Vader. Lawrence Fishburne's not Darth Vader. No, but I don't want it that gruff. 
Lawrence Fishburne, Morpheus from, from. It's pretty darn close to Darth Vader. Darth Vader. They could just put a vocal modifier on him, and he's basically Darth Vader. Perfect. <laughs> now he's a Sith Lord. We've made it all the way full circle. Okay, fine. Who who, who do you think? Matthew McConaughey. Uh, no. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Although that would actually be kind of cool. It would be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, would be cool. I um, no, I want. And as far as now. as far as Jar Jar being unpredictable as a character. I mean, Matthew McConaughey's voice would fit well with that. I, I would match. say. I would say Matthew McConaughey as his voice, Lawrence Fishburne as his dark side voice. Ooh, okay. And then light side voice would be. Uh, Natalie Portman. I was gonna say. She's I was gonna say a female. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even have to hire another person. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Very on board. Not Oprah. Mm. Nah. No, Whoopi. 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 Yeah, definitely Whoopi. Right. Also, I wanted to uh, bring up. Uh, I apologize for our listeners, but that's from the game. That's Jar Jar Frozen in Carbonite. Mm. So yeah, that's, for our listeners, it's actually a picture of Jar Jar, it's Jar, Jar, Jar Frozen, Frozen in Carbonite, Frozen Carbonite wow. with his mouth open and tongue sticking yeah. out and hands up in shock. And the kind of the same kind of look that. What's his butt? Huh? Yep, that one. That's a lot. Okay, cool. So his voice is what his dress is like. When he goes into a force dissociative fugue state, mm-hmm. Yes. what should happen? Because like, I just threw out what should happen. Oh, no, no, I think it should look uh, pretty much exactly like the Avatar state. And I'd love for like different versions of the elements to swirl around him in a vortex. <laughs> I think it'd be cool. Let's <laughs> make it super obvious. <laughs> Something's no, going on that's here. what I'm saying. I think it'd be cool to have maybe um, less, like, his clothes aren't moving. So, like, from a distance you couldn't see that anything's happening. But similar to something, like, the thing that happened in, uh, um, oh, shoot, what was the most recent Star Wars movie? Why is my brain Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Um, where the rocks are levitating. Mm, yeah. Like, around his feet, maybe. I think that'd be kind of weird. Like, something that you'd, you'd have to look for. Um, but maybe... I don't know, like, maybe uh, his veins in his, like, hands glow a tiny bit. Everyone viewing him slips into an alternate dimension. But they don't realize it because it's temporary. (laughs) And um, every Jar Jar in every dimension, because it's connected by the Force in this special, specific way, Mm -hmm. is always doing the exact same thing. So they don't realize that anything has changed. Okay. Except for like one person. <laughs> so, this image popped into my head when he said the floating rocks thing. Is that around him, there has to have, uh, there has to be like six foot of space total. So if it's a lot of little rocks, they all have to be, only have to be a little ways off the ground. But the only thing around him not nailed down is a person. That person's about six feet from the air. <laughs> you know? So there's got to be a distance of six feet total space between things and the ground. Um, that's just what popped into my head, and I thought it'd be really funny if he's hanging out on a ship, everything's nailed down except the person next to him. He goes into this fugue state, and that person just whoosh. You know? I, uh, I thought it was funny. I kind of want... Uh, <laughs> uh, I want... the At least when it's in the film, like whenever the film sees him as going into a fugue state, mm-hmm. I want uh, it to do the thing in the, the recent It movie, where the camera auto locks on his face, 
so the movements look super weird and jarring. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. Like like when he's dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's auto. It's like yeah, motion locked on his face. I hate that scene. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But but do it on Jar Jar where it's not he's not moving as much, but any movement looks kind of weird. Yeah. Something's a little off. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, the Oblivion zoom zoom ins. Yeah. <laughs> when somebody stops you and you turn around and you face yeah. them and it's zoom. Yeah. <laughs> halt. In the name of the law. <laughs> you oh, violated man. the law. That was the worst horror game ever. You <laughs> For didn't real? know anything was going to happen. <laughs> you'd be sneaking and the courier would come up behind you to stop yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> he'd pull your attention straight to his face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my, oh my god. <laughs> Quit it. <laughs> so what should Jar Jar's military role be then? Does that change? Because he, he originally becomes a general just kind of by default because he's done so much to help already. But how Which, does that change? By the way, they're just throwing around the term general. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are so many people out there that are like, yeah, I guess you're a general yeah, now. Yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah. I, I think the role shouldn't change. I think what he does should be different. How so? I think he should be whipping out pistols, like fat, like McCree style Overwatch, <laughs> just like spinning pistols and shooting people, yeah, shooting uh, droids and stuff. Um, I like the idea that he's or uh, or uh, um oh what's the guy from uh, Metal Gear Snake? Uh, no, no. Oh, uh, Ocelot. Yeah, yeah. where yeah. he's like spinning guns, but also <laughs> shooting while spinning guns, yeah. and the not the guns never stop spinning, but he's just shooting yeah, he's just, blasters. He's firing it off as he goes. So that's like drunken style, but it's also like he's basically just like you know it yeah. looks super stupid, yeah, but right. also really really cool, yeah, like, like Doc Holliday and Tombstone, <laughs> yeah. where he's just flipping that cup. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to be like, just trying to be yeah, a jerk. Right. Yeah, I like the idea that that he's not just like a blaster expert, but a multiple weapon expert. Which is why in the movies we see him like throwing around these blue energy spheres with no problem whatsoever, because he's he's had a little experience with grenades, with flails, with things on the end of a rope. You know, like these these big big heavy things that he's just swinging around and tossing into into a thing so I, I I like that I like that idea that he's just pulling things out of nowhere out of his capes and out of his, out of his cape I do like capes out of his cloak <laughs> I like um, capes and he like, has hidden blades underneath his palm he's not assassin he's, he's not an assassin Friday <laughs> <laughs> no. decided yeah. <laughs> but no I do like that like like maybe it's maybe it's not always um, that maybe yeah. it's maybe it's a light blade maybe it's something else or he's like maybe it's hidden wrist blades yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to like along those lines Maybe not that it's necessarily on his person, but he's a master of improvisation. Mm. Like fighting in the ports and stuff, in bars and whatever, in seedy back alleys. Like mm -hmm. it starts out where he's spinning pistols and shooting people, and then he gets a little bit overrun. And maybe there's a scene where he just rips off a droid head and uses it a hatchet to like oh, yeah. bang he's somebody else. That back. Yeah. <laughs> and the droid is going, Roger, Roger. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> Which Put which me down. which which, <laughs> which would fly really well with the drunken fist style. Yeah, that that improvisation, that confusing your opponent with your unpredictable moves. Yeah, I like that. Or maybe he does the thing from uh, Arkham Asylum in the Batman games where he uses his cloak and he like wipes it over someone's face and they get confused for some reason. Yeah, right. Whoosh! He uses his big <laughs> his big sleeves. <laughs> so where is he? <laughs> we've made a pretty badass version of Jar Jar I like it. in yeah. a lot of ways. So. Should he appeal to children somehow? You can be going to appeal to children by being a as long as you're the avatar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think real quick because we've given him so many like cool things. Let's give him some downfalls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are what are his vices? 
He appeals to children. He appeals to <laughs> The children love him. I don't like that. They flock to him. No. Yeah, so what? No, no, no. What's, what's his problem? Uh, is he addicted to something? Um, is he a druggie? It's I think the, he's the addicted blue... to sex. He's a... <laughs> really? He's a nymphomaniac. Yeah, okay. he is. Okay. Yeah. Go go outside of the box here. I don't want to I, I, I mean, yeah. you don't want another drug Maybe addict? Maybe <laughs> I'm tired of making drug addicts. Yeah. Can you make somebody else, please? Like a nymphomaniac? But he's celibate. Mm, the force makes him celibate? Uh, sure. No, I uh, just can't get it out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the drunken so fist sad. affects lots of things, not just your fighting style. Um, maybe he's <laughs> so, he's an info that can't get it up. Oh no, <laughs> poor Jar Jar. That's why he's so angry all the time. <laughs> this is why he's constantly in this feud state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to escape for a minute. Yeah, right. I don't know. He's taking hits of things just to try to get. Maybe he's himself. addicted to. Maybe he's addicted to adventure. So like he causes problems to then fix them. Maybe he's an adrenaline junkie. Mm-hmm. Gets himself into stupid situations and has to get himself out. Yeah. So which is why he likes bumbling around a little bit. Right. Because then I, if I bumble around a little bit, I end up in the dumb situation. Yeah. Then I kick on the afterburners yeah. and try to fix it. Yeah. If I let myself go for a little while, I can get in trouble. I don't really see how that's that much of a downside though. That just kind of... I think them a little bit more, a little bit more relatable, but mainly still just. I you know, I think we can say that it comes back to bite him in the ass. Yeah. I I don't know how. Okay. That's but like that that could be something that will will we'll come back because I know I've got buddies who are who are a lot like that, and it it does it comes back in real life it comes back to bite you in the ass. I mean, like not every time you're gonna get out of that situation. And that does lead to another question that I have is, does he die? Maybe if the, so. How his downfall is that the forces. Aging his insides rapidly. Ooh, I like that. So he'll die quickly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then Darth Vader freezes him in carbonite to keep him alive. Anakin. Oh, so it's Anakin. a kind yeah. thing. So it's a- <laughs> <laughs> I'll save you, Jar Jar, I swear. <laughs> as soon as I figure out how to fix you. No, no, he doesn't look scared. He's happy. <laughs> and no, the carbonite fine. is like, his face is like, ah. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't hurt at all, yeah. I swear. <laughs> it's a little pinch. <laughs> like when they tell you they're giving you a shot, it's like, you're going to feel a pinch. Yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Oh, there's going to be a little tugging here, yeah. right? Uh, I hate that feeling. Okay, so, so he's slowly aging. So he's, 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 well, he's, he's aging rapidly, fast. He's, he's aging rapidly, rapidly aging. Rapidly aging. Rapidly aging. Being that close to raw power. Right. Mm, tears him apart slowly. And Dar- and so we're keeping it canon. Darth Vader saves Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> saves Jar Jar by freezing him in I mean, it makes sense. You have I the... Kryptonite. You have right. the, like... The embodiment of the, or like you have what the force has chosen as a vessel, right, at your disposal. Uh-huh. Yeah. And if a powerful force user could figure out how to harness that, so he could be nearly unstoppable. So Jar Jar is like dessert. Darth Plagueis. Darth. Yeah. Darth <laughs> Mate. Um, for those of you at home, also, uh, there's an inside joke. Nick has memorized the speech that the Emperor gives to Anakin at the Senate <laughs> Fun fact. about Darth Plagueis. The Darth Plagueis was, at the very end of the episode, I was going to ask him to reenact it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that because uh, it's definitely his uh, his icebreaker at parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so those going to be like, "Have you heard this? Have you heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis? The wine? <laughs> but we'll we'll talk about that in a few minutes. <laughs> Jar Jar's frozen in, in kryptonite, as Nick said. Carbonite. That's not what Nick said. I did. I I waited to say it because I knew someone would bail me out. I almost said kryptonite. <laughs> That's not right. 
Now we're bringing Superman yeah, in. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Crossing so, universes Jar Jar is frozen in carbonite and left in Darth Vader's lair. Mm. Then what? Does he ever get unfrozen? Is he stuck there? I don't want to go there. In perpetuity? I, I you know, I the, there's there. still a movie left to make. Oh, I, so, I mean, J.J. Abrams hinted that in The Force Awakens, we would see the death of Jar Jar, and it never happened. So, if he, if he includes maybe a little bit of our canon, and the canon of the Carbonite, then we could... He, that could actually happen. Yeah, there's another movie to be made. We could see Jar Jar again. Do we want to do that, or do we want to say that Jar Jar was on the Death Star the first time it went up? I, I dude, because who, who? It's gotten so convoluted, man. Because who got away in that? Freaking, uh, you know, Leia. Leia got launched out of a ship and somehow force pulled herself back in. You're not wrong. Yep. So, I don't. Does you the, have the vessel of the force. Does the force, yeah, still have something to do with Jar Jar? Yeah. Does the like, physics of space... Do we just... Never mind. Wanna, <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about the fact that you would boil or explode. Or, uh, let's, uh, okay, so what if we just leave it unclear? Yeah, unclear. I mean, like, maybe the force has something else in store for Jar Jar down do. the line, yeah. Um, so I just looked it up, and it, it appears, I, if I'm reading this correctly, that Darth Vader's lair... Um, in the Star Wars Force um, Unleashed games, um, the is on Mustafar, which we see in Revenge of the Sith. Mm. So we never see that planet ever again in mm-hmm. the films. And so, yeah, maybe the Sith return there. They regroup there in the final movie. That's the lava planet, right? Yes. Yeah. That's like where he or where right. he got Anakin and yeah. and yeah, okay, yeah, puts himself so. close to his torment. So that's yes. where the that is where Jar Jar currently resides. Is on. Mustafar awaiting something anything a savior yeah because we don't know that the planet's not still kicking pretty good if he's John the Baptist yeah. <laughs> dude John the Baptist awaiting his Jesus brother. maybe this is his beheading Ooh, this is his beheading he just never gets unfrozen could be I mean we'll, it's we'll, kind of the same story like, we'll have to wait and see gets beheaded and handed the queen is like yeah cool I, this dude that was bumming me out like haha and then, you know, Jar Jar gets frozen in carbonite. He's like, this dude bummed me out. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. Strokes on Jar Jar. Got which, is, which is interesting because in Phantom Menace, Jar Jar and Anakin are like friends. Right. Like, so it's probably not the same. But, but anyway. Yeah. Okay. So we've his look, what happens in his future. Also, state. I'd like to see him, his skin tone be a little bit darker, um, a little bit more like rough. Uh, well, uh, yeah, maybe make it where like he's been away from his home planet for too long, and his skin has started to dry out and flake and be kind of ugh. grizzly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they're amphibious, right? Right. Supposedly. Yeah. Water, Sandy. Yeah. Right. Sandy. Water. <laughs> All right, SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, those that we covered that uh, as you said the appearance we covered his backstory. He's a smuggler. Um, that uh, he's an arms dealer, specifically, mm-hmm. um, that travels around, gets He rips off droid arms. Hatches. No. No? He drip, he, he's an arms dealer. Oh. He rips off droid arms. Oh, stop. sells them. Chewbacca, Chewbacca already does <laughs> I'm that. so angry now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an arms dealer, and then he just shows an arm... And then the guy's like, what? He's like, just kidding. And then he like he gets kicks, shot. no, he kicks his ship and it opens up and there's just like guns everywhere. He's like, <laughs> had to fuel for a second, didn't I? Knocks it with the arm. <laughs> yeah, it's with the arm. He's so funny. Start making him likable. Yeah, he, thinks, he thinks I'm funny. I think I'm funny. <laughs> One thing that we haven't talked a ton about is 
are we going to change his experience in the Senate? Or is that pretty much set? I think we see that on screen a lot. Okay. Um, and that's, well, more or less, we see the big, the big picture stuff on screen. What about between Padme Amidala's death, his last film appearance that mm-hmm. we have of him, mm-hmm. and then him being frozen in carbonite? How does that happen? I think he would go rogue. Like, seeing what his decision did. Mm, like, I don't like think the, he would... the guilt of it? Well, I don't even know necessarily the guilt of it, but, like, the desire to make things right or whatever. Mm, okay. Like, I, I think he wouldn't stand for it. I don't think he would passively be like, oh, cool, Darth Vader frees me. Like, there should be a reason why he got frozen to stop him. Right? Right. It's not to... It's not to save him from his, from his own... Well, maybe it's, like... It, it doesn't have to be black and white. It could be mixed feelings. Like... He was my friend when I was younger, mm-hmm. but also now he's a threat. Like, maybe he seeks out Palpatine to get some answers, and bumps into, ends up bumping into Anakin instead, right? As Darth Vader. Yeah, as Ooh. Darth Vader, because it's post it's post death, right? And so at this point, Anakin's already being worked on and and put into the suit, right. um, so he would bump into Darth Vader. Right, um, and maybe in the in the struggle, this is one of Vader's first big struggles or big fights since becoming Vader. Right, Anakin's big fight post Vader. So the intense that the Force took over yeah. in the fight. Yeah, and he was, and so so he's fighting this Avatar of the Force, right? Um, but Jar Jar. Would the Avatar really fight Darth Vader though? I don't think it would. It's, I think it would force Jar Jar to like slip up. And be, but not like in a deathly way, but like be captured and frozen in carbonate. And, and yeah, and I think that's the next step is that Jar Jar goofs, right? Yeah. His his movements aren't as fluid as he thought it was, as he thought they should be. Or, um, I'm about to sneeze and it's going to come, it's going to be very loud. Um, you haven't done it yet? I have, it's coming. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> so, Didn't sneeze. Yep, well, here we are now. It's stuck in there and I'm pissed. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe Jar Jar slips up. And Anakin uh, uses something to capture him. I mean, fill in the blank, uh, please. The Force. Okay, the the Force, but like what? What what sweet move does Anakin pull out? Maybe uh, maybe the or Force. Or just leave it. Like, yeah, whatever. Like you're talking about the forces battling Jar Jar a little bit, right? Because like Anakin still needs to bring balance, right? Exactly. Supposedly, Jar Jar can't beat Anakin. Well, and Jar Jar wants to do something, right? Right. But the force is like no, yeah. And so maybe he goes in this weird like force seizure thing, right? Does Anakin does Jar Jar know that Darth Vader is Anakin? Um, when they bump into each other, do they know? Probably not. Maybe maybe he senses something. So he, but not he doesn't know. Who gets an idea that this guy's a bad guy? Starts to go all out and then gets his ass handed to him. Yeah. Maybe because he's sick from the force pulling him apart inside. Well, or like even the way I'm picturing it is actually there like there because Anakin's still kind of coming into what he is as Darth Vader. Right. Right, like, I, I know there's plenty of comics and, and storylines out there where Darth Vader is incredibly crazy powerful. Mm-hmm. Right? But maybe for, for like, a brief moment, Jar Jar's a little bit more powerful than Darth Vader. Right. But what caused him to slip up is the Force kind of, like, he has, like, searing pain inside. Right. Or, like, maybe he feels... Darth Vader's pain when he got like Ooh, burned, or like gets weird flashbacks, or and it ends in him 
collapsing in a forced seizure. And then Darth Vader pulls out his wand and casts Petrificus Totalis. No. Oh. <laughs> pulls out his wand. Nope. I got a wand right here for uh, you, bud. Okay, that's weird. Oh, hey, uh, in a probes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Dar- but Darth Vader then is like, Jar Jar, old friend, like, this is the least I can do. Yeah, just keep you alive. Yeah. Well, yeah, alive. It's a moment of compassion? Yeah. Maybe, maybe inside of Darth Vader, it's like, it's a, a tension between... Compassion, but also like I want to torture you later. But also, well, I can I use know. you if I figure right. out how to pull that power. Which I would imagine would be torture for Jar Jar. Right, because that, that would be something that Palpatine would continue to want to use or mm-hmm. Sidious at this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. So yeah, Intense. and that's that is the end question mark of Jar Jar Binks. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Question mark. Because as far as we're aware, as, as far as we're aware, he's still on the star. Right. Do you still call him Jar Jar Binks? Or is there too much pain associated with the name? JJ. JJ. JJ Binks. JJ the smuggler. <laughs> Jar Jar? I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> Just like old Ben. <laughs> Obi Wan. Old Ben. It could be called Jaja. No. Gabor. <laughs> no. Mr. Binks. Binky. Mr. Binks. Binks. Binky. Binks. Mr. Binks. Mr. Binks. I like it. No, so, I don't. JJ Binks. With that said, I'd like to uh, turn the mic over to our own Nick Bates. Oh, I can only get a few lines in. To deliver. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> I believe. All right. <clears throat> I, like I said, I've only got, like, up there. Because I only do, like, one line a month kind of thing. <laughs> That's how I memorize things. Uh, so, have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Hold on, hold on. <clears throat> do I need to clear my throat first? No, 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 I'm just, like, setting the mood. You're setting the mood. I'm going to turn the lights off. Shh, shh, shh. Is Jason coming, too? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> I thought not. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. <laughs> See, Darth Plagueis was a Sith Lord, so powerful and knowledgeable in the ways of the dark side that he could influence the Metachlorians to create life. He could even save people from death. <laughs> That's as far as I get. Oh, no. <laughs> that was pretty good, though. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I felt shivers. That's what I'm yeah. hoping for. That's what I'm I, shooting I've for. I've got goosebumps all over my body. Yeah. I'm starting um, up a new ASMR channel. So, ooh. I mean, if you guys want to come to it's me, just do speeches. Just yeah. That. I'm just going to say the Darth Plagueis speech, but in different voices. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's going to be perfect. Uh, as Jar Jar Binks, yeah. as Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Perfect. I'm going to whisper it as Jar Jar. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Jar Jar? <laughs> Have you ever heard of Darth Plagueis? All right. The wise. I went Joker for a second. I know you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for joining us again on this episode of Popular Apocrypha. Uh, we. Thanks. Oh wait, oh wait, <laughs> different part of it. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we love you. We love your face. Um, and uh, check us out on social media stuff. Uh, you can find us at Pop a Poc Podcast. P O P A P O C. Uh, that's also our website, popapoc.com. You can find all of our previous episodes there or wherever else you listen to podcasts. iTunes, Google Play, Blueberry, Stitcher, wherever. I mean, yeah. Assuming she has a Wi-Fi connection, I would imagine. My my grandma, fun story, up until four years ago had dial-up still. Oof. Really? Yeah. Oof. So she's probably got all our podcasts on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the fastest modem. Yeah, right? <laughs> 
Yeah. She actually still gets them in Morse code. Oh, really? <laughs> Some eight tracks over there. Yeah. What do you think laughing... Oh, for any Morse code people out there, what is laughing communicated as in Morse code? Is it like, ha-ha? Like, do you literally do H-A-H-A? Or... LOL. Do you, just, <laughs> do you just tap it as fast as you're laughing? R O T F L M A L. R O T. Anyway. Just wondering. Um, and thanks to Audible for sponsoring this episode. If you haven't listened to our previous ones, we mentioned a few Matt's Cool Bus, Jiminy Cricket, and some others. Um, we also didn't talk about how this uh, ties into our overarching other Star Wars characters, such as the. Uh, Stormtrooper oh, or Darth Maul. It's a very good one. Oh. Um, so at some point we'll probably need to do a Star Wars rehash. Yes. Talking about their meetups and where, stuff. Where our new Darth Maul meets up with our new Jar Jar in episode one. That would be crazy. That would be neat. Yeah. Oof. But we'll have Don't to save to that me. for oh, another JJ. episode. Our new JJ. Yeah, JJ. Why don't we just call him J? Shaw. Big J. Big Shaw. Big J comes rolling in. Big Jar. The big the jar. Big <laughs> Mason. So yeah. Mason. Mason. <laughs> His new name is Mason because he's the big jar. Ah, uh, shoot. The Mason jar. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any any final things to add? I don't think so. I think you covered most. Yeah. I just think all your puns have been jarring. Oh my god. Man, just shattering. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. And, you know, all this Star Wars stuff has a lot of jargon to it. So I'm going to communicate. Go. And with that, I think Take that's what we bid you adieu. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Cha-cha. Misa's <laughs> mm, so happy to end the episode. <laughs> yeah? Right, Me too. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Have you looked at salamanders and just thought, well, that's kind of annoying?